Today is, in fact, the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And we can deny it all we want, but we've got unique responsibilities because of this time. A spiritual time of choosing, a temporal time of choosing, and it's a time to stand up for your rights and to stand up for your loved one's rights, particularly in the way of medical tyranny. Tracy joins us on the Todd Herman Show, and she's gone through quite a road uh, with her son. Uh, Tracy, welcome to the Todd Herman Show. Thank you. So tell people about uh, your, your son. He, he suffered an injury uh, and some pretty yeah. serious stuff. And he sounds like a big, strong, tough dude, but he had yeah. a pretty hard, uh, pretty hard uh, struggle here. Yes, he was in a car accident on like late at, like, I don't know, 12 o'clock, whatever, September 25th, totaled his car. Uh, they had to cut him out of the car. Um, he's six foot eight, 250, so he's a pretty big guy. So it broke his left leg, his femur, his tibial plateau, and his knee. It broke his right arm at the wrist, right at the joints, the two major areas. And then, you know, a little bit up his arm. He had an eight-hour surgery that day. And then five days later, another eight-hour surgery on the lower leg to repair everything. And then in the recovery, and thank God Almighty that your son is is recovering. Um, yes, you began I, to... I am very thankful to the Lord for protecting him. It could have been a lot worse. Yes, indeed. And then you ran into the COVID machine, and you ran into the precious, yes. and everybody must be injected with the mRNA or DNA, uh, even if they're at risk, uh, like your son is with a blood clot. And his, uh, you said a blood clot after the accident. And in talk to my in his lung. So talk to me yeah. and my audience about how this 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 pressure on behalf of Big Pharma, how that manifested as your son is trying to recover from this terrible accident. Yes. Yeah, so. The social worker, I had to contact her. She never contacted me. I mean, is of age, but he's in the hospital. He needs an advocate. So I had to contact her because I'm trying to find a skilled nursing home because even they said that's what he really needed. Um, you know, like for them to work with him with PT and all that to get better. And I called her. Um, the person that gave me a number for her, it was her beeper, her emergency beeper. So she was angry at me that I called on her emergency beeper. I said, I, I didn't. I didn't know that was your beeper as the number I was given. I told her our circumstances, and then she asked me if he'd had the COVID shot. I said, no. I said, a matter of fact, he has COVID now or just got over it. They tested him. You know, he's just getting over it. And I said, uh, she goes, would he be willing to get it? I said, no. We're not willing to put that in him. No. And then she wanted to know if we were vaxxed. I said, no. So that's when it started. She started telling me then good, basically good luck getting him in anywhere because they would not probably want to take him without COVID. And we would not be able to get any skilled nursing or PT people to come into our home because we were unvaxxed. That, that was her threat right off the bat. And then she told me, do you think he'd willing to change his mind? I said, no. She goes, well, he's an adult. I'll talk to him. I called him up and warned him. He said, don't worry, mom, I'm not doing it. So there, her, her at any point did she say uh, how you know uh, how bad is it? Uh, how's your th son's life being threatened? Or no, is he able to? Not at all. So not it was straight all. into pushing the uh, mRNA DNA yep. injections. Yep, yep, and, and 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 never did call me back after that initial conversation. Even though I left her a couple voicemails because I was trying to help my son on the outside because obviously I didn't feel like. I feel like she was almost kind of not trying hard because he wasn't willing to get the vax. I felt like we were really discriminated against because of that. Well, and was she the only one who acted this way? No. Oh, no. The charge nurse did, too, who was trying to kick him out. So she a said, charge we nurse. We our people. We can't have people come in your house. 
So the charge nurse is trying to kick your son out. Your son had the COVID, uh, has recovered from the COVID, recovered, meaning he has... yeah, because they tested him again. Because so when he came out at surgery, he was on one floor. When he went back for a second surgery in his lower leg, because he had a fractioner in his leg, lower leg, because he had to wait for the swelling and pins and everything. When he came out of that surgery, they moved him. And by the way, they never tell me any of this. So every time I had to call and try to find him, um, they put him on the COVID floor for a few days. And then... a and then they retested, and he was negative, so they moved him again. So he's been free for a week and a half or longer. So, so he's got robust, so literally durable. just got over it. Yeah, he's got robust, durable, natural immunity, actual immunity. And he's young, In, he's twenty-five. Yep, and the injections don't provide immunity uh, at all. They no. don't prevent transmission. And by the way, you say he's no. twenty-five. I'll tell you this: he has a. It's a 99.986% survival rate. Um, the odds of your son dying from this are similar to him dying from sunstroke. So did any of these um, COVID pimps, did they say, oh, by the way, he needs to wear sunscreen? No. Imagine and that. And you know what else is funny? I told the, the discharge nurse when I got upset at her and told her it wasn't going down like this. I told her, I said, by the way, if, you're, if you feel so safe with your COVID shot, then what do you have to worry about? My son just had it. We have the best immunity. We all just had it. We have the best immunity there is. We are not a threat to you. You're more of a threat to us. And how'd she take that? She did not talk once I got upset with her at all. Once I told her this whole thing wasn't going down like that, she never said another word. So you had to go on this this hunt, and I've heard a bit about the backstory, but you 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 had to go on this hunt to try to find someone to come to your house to, to help, help care me. for your son. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm guessing maybe you can't pick your son up and carry him to the bathroom. Something tells me not at six foot eight and two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he not in a position. Well, he used to. <laughs> he will again. Good Lord, will see. Yeah, I he know. Will again. Um, so you could you told them no, this isn't going down this way. So you became the advocate for your son, and you pushed back against the COVID injection pimps yes. Um, yes, who I masqueraded did. healthcare. So talk about how you took control of the situation, Tracy. Well, what she told me, basically, they're letting him go, no help in 24 hours. I mean, like I said, thank God my son had a roommate who knew a lot of stuff. His sister's in the medical field, so he gave me a few pointers, and then I started calling around. I have a neighbor that's a hospital administrator. I have, you know, contacts. I just called a lot of people and found out what I could do. And I don't know what it was, but I was so exhausted by the time she called me back and so worn out. I Something just overcame me. Holy Spirit, help me, Lord. And I just told her, no, we're not doing this. It's not going down like this. We have rights. And, um, yeah, so that I just laid it out for her. I wasn't going to let them put my son's life in jeopardy. I said, and the other thing is our house is not set up for him either because everything's upstairs the bedrooms bathrooms everything's upstairs so we so are going to have to build something in our garage to keep him cozy warm and safe and able to get yeah. in and out so when you took control and you said no i have rights my son has rights mm -hmm. we have patients rights yeah we're not going to yeah. we're not going to play your game uh we're done and you'd said you have you, you have good insurance it's not an issue of insurance it's an issue yeah, of these exactly. guys putting up the roadblocks because you guys will not take a knee to the precious because you certainly don't need it having the best immunity that God created and they want to pretend doesn't exist. Amen. Yeah. You ultimately won, but you, you, you got them home, but they, you still can't find a skilled nurse in your home, correct? Well, no, because when I got upset, then they gave us this, then the social, like I said, within less than five minutes, the social worker was in his room telling him, now we may have something for you. Oh, You're not yeah. ready to go home. Oh, yeah. Then they gave us everything because I jumped back. I mean, except for an actual center, which would have been the best. 
No, they told him he could, they're even paying for him to get an ambulance home. They, they, they gave him, they got us a bed, they got us everything we needed. We have skilled nursing coming in the house now. We have PT coming in the house. We have OT. We're going to have someone to give him a bath. I mean, they got everything, probably because I used the word discrimination and told them I knew we had rights. But they were trying to shove him out because he was not willing to take a shot. And I even told him, I have good insurance. This is baloney. It was discrimination. That's what I told him, too. My neighbor told me that probably was the one keyword that probably was one of the ones that got them really going. I also said I had spoke to a lawyer because I said, <laughs> I'm not going to allow you guys to do this. Yeah, they don't like that that phrase, spoke no. to a lawyer. Well, Tracy, people are going to have to learn from your experience um, that the uh, it's very, very sad. But people in the medical field have been traumatized. Um, they have been they themselves are being. Yeah, threatened. I feel for them. You will get people injected, right? They're being threatened or you're going to get fired. You will not, if you're a doctor, you will not talk about ivermectin. You will not talk about the IMAP protocol, Dr. McCullough's protocol. You will not talk about hydroxychloroquine. You won't even talk about aspirin, which now we know through a a massive study can help save your life when you can, when you first contract COVID because it's a blood thinner and it it helps. In fact, make sure that you don't get uh, overwhelming viral load. It's insane. But I want to thank you for being a person who stood up. And I hope that my, uh, yes. my my listener family will hear this is what happens uh, when you stand up, you amplify, you push back. And I'm just so very thankful uh, for you. Well, we need to stand up or else we're going to keep rolling over people and we can't have that. There's more yeah. of us than of them. Absolutely. Words to live by. Well, God bless you for doing yeah, it. Yeah, and my son and- is more precious to me than their dumb shot. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, he's going to be back. In full health and God willing, uh, soon. We appreciate you being a, a good warrior for the truth, and uh, and give my son, give your son my my very very best, and uh, go with God's good grace Thank today. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. God bless you guys too, and thank you for for calling.